Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. And real quick, I want to thank everybody who tweeted at me and Robbie on uh, on Wednesday with your Spotify wrapped, showing us where you rank, where we rank with you guys in the podcast rankings. We really, really appreciate that. I always enjoy seeing those. Uh, I need to go back and listen. I, I haven't gotten, as of this moment in time, you know, they do one for creators, but because I, Will East is technically the creator of this podcast, believe it or not. Which he, is, holds, he holds all the, he power, the power in his hands. But that being said, we know that is a lie and a farce. So I told him, I was like, send me the video, and I'll find out how many minutes we put, and then we'll see who, has the, who, who listened to the most percentage. We had a guy last year, I'll never forget this, who listened to all but one minute of our podcast of that year. Oh. Like, we had, like, I'm just going to make up round numbers here. I don't remember, but it was like, we podcasted for, like, like 13,000 minutes. I remember that. And he listened to, like, 12,999. I remember that. And I remember thinking, how is that possible? He loves us. We appreciate listened that. To, listened all the way through the ad reads, everything. He said it was the, I think it was the Alabama game where we argued, where he just, like, that, skipped that was the one. He skipped ahead a little bit. <laughs> It took that game. Yeah, yeah. So. That that was that was a rough one. That was a very polarizing episode. It was. It was. Thank you. Thank you very much. We we really really appreciate you guys. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive through over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Be a little weird, Robbie. If Brupolo was in altitude, that would be a little weird. Mm. I, mean, I bet. I bet. I bet the you can drink coffee and. And um, you know high altitude. I spots. bet the altitude of altitude is zero. Yeah. <laughs> but it's right at sea level. Sure. So wherever you are in our great state, you can mm. enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. It's a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. And don't forget that uh, if you when you when you, you shop at Strange Brew Coffee House, you're supporting the Bulldog Initiative. Great product. Oh, no, way off, way off, Brian. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. I have been given a, a link to the College Corner Mississippi State Christmas wish list. They have got some great stuff on there. I'm going to be tweeting it out in the, yesterday. I don't know if you saw what I tweeted yesterday, Robbie. Really cool uh, quarter zip, gray, gray quarter zip with the interlocking MSU helmet on oh. there. Very sweet. So a lot of great stuff at College Corner. They will make your holidays easy if you're shopping for a Mississippi State fan. So check them out. College Corner, two locations to serve you in the Jackson area, originally by Fleet Feet, flowed by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. I see Dennis Allen is trending. I hope they fired him. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, we'll see if we get lucky. Might have got an extension. You son of a... 
<laughs> restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant, the place to find the best lunch, the best dinner, the best Sunday brunch in the city of Starkville. Sunday brunch and during the holidays is always a fun idea. So head over to Restaurant Tyler after church or before church, you know, or, or if you if you don't go to church, well, Robbie would probably want to have to, uh, to a conversation with you about that. But we are we are I'm not going to judge you. I will judge you if you don't go to brunch though at Sunday, at, at Restaurant Tyler. So be prepared to be judged or be prepared to eat good at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi. They're here to serve you. Community banking, very important. Just like eating locally, shopping locally, it's important to bank in your town and not use a big corporate bank that doesn't uh, just don't give a rat's you-know-what about you. So make it easy on yourself. 16 locations means that if you live in central Mississippi, there's one near you, and you can, do that. You can have that relationship with a community bank that's going to pay dividends for you for years to come. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Hey, Robbie. Hey. How are you doing? Do you feel like today is the first day we've been able to sort of take a breath? Like, we had two home games within 11 days. A head coach got fired. Then his replacement was hired. It feels like today is like the first day of the offseason for me. And they had the Connerly yesterday. Did you, who, who did you vote for? Who was your, who, what was your Buki. ballot? What was your ballot? Buki, uh, Judkins, and Shegog. Okay. Now, and here's the thing, like... I could, I can totally accept Shigog winning it. I mm-hmm. can accept it, all three. Mm-hmm. And the thing I always struggle with with the the smaller schools, and I have to battle that internally with myself, is I do have an inherent bias towards Mississippi State and Ole Miss because they play in the SEC. And when you match their numbers up against something that uh, you know a team does at a lower level. You tend to kind of diminish what they've done, but what Shegog did this year was really impressive, and I'm I'm actually really happy that happened. Mm-hmm. I like to see Delta State or Alcorn or Southern Miss, a guy like that, win if they truly deserve it. And I, I thought that was cool. Ole Miss opened the door when they didn't nominate Dart. Yes, I think I would have voted for Dart. Judkins had a great year, but not as good as Dart. No. I could not vote for Judkins when he wasn't the best player on his team. Would you have voted for Dart if he had been nominated over, yes. over Watson? Yeah, I yes. would I would have to. Last year I voted for Judkins. year before I voted for Matt Corral. Yeah, I mean, I've, so, had, I've had no problem voting for the Ole Miss guys. Right. I voted for Shegog. I went Shegog, Watson, Judkins was my ballot. I just thought what Watson did <clears> this year. Very impressive. I mean, it was it was one of the most impressive seasons for a linebacker in a QB long time. I got QB bias. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. I mean, it, when you when you're thinking about these re- these awards, it's kind of like the Heisman. Yeah, like it's really hard to beat out a quarterback for these awards, mm-hmm. unless you're like a running back well, or wide receiver. You say that though, the, the Connerly hasn't been that bad. I mean, you look. Uh, let's look at it. You have well. Sometimes it's just like there's just no yeah. reason. <laughs> so, so going back, I th- let me let's go back as far as I can in my head here. Quarterback, running back last year, Judkins. Quarterback the year before that, wide receiver the year before that with a what what year? Twenty twenty. Elijah, Elijah Moore. Moore, yeah, yeah. Twenty nineteen is Kylan Hill. Yep. Twenty eighteen is a defensive lineman. Is Jeff yes. Simmons. Twenty seventeen was a receiver. Is AJ Brown. Twenty sixteen was a tight end. Is that Evan Ingram. Ingram. Is and then 16? fifteen fourteen is Dak. So yeah, yeah. So there has been some some uh, variety. I just thought Shegog was the best player. I thought he had the best year in the state this year. So that's who I voted for. And you know they. They had a great run. They had a great run, yeah. I mean, the national semifinals. So, yeah, good stuff. Um, 
And so, for me, like I said, for me, today feels like the first day of the offseason. But, of course, in the offseason, there is still news. And we've got the first bit of news for the for, from Coach Jeff Lebby. He's retaining, at this time, we know, two Mississippi State coaches. And they are the two that, if you had said he's only going to keep two, these are who I would have picked. And that's Chad Bumpus and David Turner. Let's start with Turner. The defensive line was not great this year. But, man, he had to battle a lot of injuries. I think this is a guy that you keep on staff because you know his resume and you know he'll get talent in here eventually, and then he'll coach them up into be elite players. Yeah, people are just completely forgetting that the guy has coached in the SEC for you know 20 years and produced some great NFL talent and recruited some great NFL talent. I think it's just been a little trigger happy and you know a little knee jerk from what you saw this year. Coaches' position groups have bad seasons or have mediocre seasons. It's not always going to be you know a killer group because sometimes you have injuries up front. Sometimes the scheme is bad. I want to see David Turner in a, in a four-man front again. Let's see what he does when he's back in his element. And, you know, let's, let's allow him a little time to, to kind of get back going here because, you know, right now I just – I feel like it would be too soon to just say we need to move on from that or he's getting too old or whatever. His resume speaks for itself. Yeah. Do you, do you, are you surprised that they would announce that before announcing who the defensive coordinator is? Um, a little, but sometimes there's there's you know circumstances are a little different. You know, you're trying to get you you have some guys like Chad Bumpus and David Turner that are to me kind of slam dunk guys to keep. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's people that would disagree with that. I get that, but. You know, Chad Bumpus has shown to be a really good recruiter so far. His group did not perform extremely well this year, but I think just like Turner, it's kind of premature to, to throw him out when you consider how bad the offense as a whole was mm-hmm. and um, all that. So let, let's, you know, let's wait and see on him. But the, like for those two guys, I feel like it was, you know, it was, uh, it was smart to keep them on board. Now, mm-hmm. everybody else. Yeah, maybe let's wait and see what the defense coordinator thinks. But Turner is a proven commodity in this league. He can he's a chameleon. He can fit with just about anybody. Agreed. And then Chad Bumpus is a Mississippi State guy. So I, I don't have any problem with either one of those guys staying on board. I think with Bumpus, when you talk about recruiting, State has had so little success recruiting receivers over the past decade, really. You know? And Bumpus has got you, JJ Harrell locked up. He's your best chance to get Stonka Burnside back in the class. He's your best chance to get Caleb Cunningham committed for next year. There's no reason to throw away those relationships. I also think, you know, there were some some downside with the receivers this year. They dropped a lot of balls. Yeah. But at the same time, the quarterback play was not great. I thought Xavion took big step fo- big steps forward from a season ago. Tulu did break a single game record for receiving yards. So there's there's some positives you can point to here. I think Bumpus also him being an alum helped him a lot. I think you know people wanted him back at Mississippi State so badly a season ago. If he had left after just one year, that would have been a really really tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. Yeah, let let him get acquainted here and kind of getting entrenched in recruiting inside the state again, build those relationships. You have a five star wide receiver in Caleb Cunningham that's coming up. Next year, you're going to be at the front of the line for him now mm-hmm. because you have Chad Bumpus. And just like you said, I mean, f- for everybody that that 
you know, talks about the wide receivers were bad. Look at the jump Xavier made. Mm-hmm. And and maybe he was going to make that jump anyway, but the guy caught what one pass last year. Yeah. And this year as the season progressed and he got better and better by the way, he became a a, a major weapon for Mississippi State and he's going to be a guy that is probably going to get tampered with and people are going to try to get him in the portal because he is um an electric wide receiver and what he could do in this offense could uh, really take Mississippi State to the next level, I think. He's one of those guys that can make plays down the field that you haven't really had in the past. He's got the speed. He's got the hands for the most part. So, you know, I want to see Chad Bumpus in this offense. Now, if the wide receivers stink in this offense next year, then maybe, uh, you know, maybe Chad Bumpus isn't cutting it. I don't know. But I doubt that's going to happen because, I, I, you know, Bumpus understands – the position really well, played it at a high level. He knows how to teach it, and he was really good at Utah. And I, you know, the wide receivers weren't great this year, but I, I continue to blame that offense for that. And so that's two spots filled offensive, uh, a wide receivers coach and defensive line coach. We've we talked about it, you know, signing day now as you're sitting here today, uh, the 30th. So it's, it's 20 days away from, uh, from, from national signing day. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you gotta get this. You gotta get your staff, you know, in place. We talked about this. This is the first time Mississippi State's made a coaching change in the the period of the new signing period prior to signing day. You know, last year doesn't really count because you, you know that's not a coaching change as much. Yeah. Um, because you and you had the staff in place. It was just a matter of elevating a guy. So for me, uh, you know, I, I expect to see names. More names starting to trickle out through the rest, of the, rest, the rest of the week. And I think by the middle of next week, you should be done because you definitely want to have your full staff in place for that second week of recruiting visits. So what are some names that you're hearing could possibly uh, join this staff uh, in the coming days? Well, still waiting on kind of the big big ones like mm-hmm. offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And at, that, at this point, I just don't know what they're going to do there. Uh, there was a lot of smoke around Jeff Levy bringing some Oklahoma assistants with him. Oklahoma was able to not lock those guys down. They got uh, uh, J.J. Finley is now going to be a co-offensive coordinator, which I think was smart for them, really good recruiter, and he's joining uh, Seth Luttrell as co-offensive coordinator for Oklahoma. So lock them down. Looks like they locked down DeMarco Murray, who was considering coming to Mississippi State Mm -hmm. to be OC, just not quite ready to make that move um, and join Jeff Lebby just yet and leave his alma mater, which I get. I mean, it's going to be tough to to leave that place when that's your alma mater. And, you know, he's an Oklahoma legend. They're probably paying him really well there, too. So I, I get that. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with defensive coordinator either. I mean, DJ Durkin has been the popular name, but I haven't seen it. Have you seen anything definitively on what A and M's going to do? No. I mean, I I, I no. don't know if he's going to stay there. But it, you got to think Elko being a defensive guy, probably not going to you know. I think have he a would big hire, money defensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, but I figure he's going to hire a DC. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah, so we're, we're kind of waiting on that, and then I think it's sort of the same thing that with with Levy though. He's going to hire an offensive coordinator, but what is his role? Yeah, and, and then you you hire well, a guy who's more of a. Recruiter. I think it's different because I think Levy 
Levy's going to call plays. I don't think Elko's going to be a full-time defensive coordinator type. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be kind of CEO-like, kind of like what Zach Arnett was doing, but better. So um, last our, year, there the, the Duke defensive coordinator was a guy named Tyler Santucci. Tyler Santucci. Oh, oh, that's Johnny Sack's nephew. Um, he had coached with with Leb with Elko at uh, Texas A and M. At Notre Dame, and that way, so he's kind of his protege, I guess you would say. As he a young guy, he appears to be. He's a grad assistant. He's born in 1988, so that would make him uh, the 35. 35, yeah. So a year older than me. Kind of what I'm talking about. What you're talking about there, like sort of a defensive coordinator, maybe in name only. He's yep. also a linebackers coach. So we'll see. Maybe Elko is going to call those plays. I don't know. If that's the case, that that lessens the need there for DJ Durkin. But he would be a guy who's in demand elsewhere anyway. Right, right. Now, I, th- I think that that's that's what you have to consider too. Is there's going to definitely be some people coming after uh, DJ Durkin because he's a really good defense coordinator. Mm-hmm. He was great at Florida. He was really good at Ole Miss. That that defense, the numbers didn't look great. But if you remember, if you if you look back at that twenty one season. That team was playing really good defense by mm-hmm. the end of the year, mm-hmm. his second year. Mm-hmm. And he didn't really have the players yet. <clears throat> Goes to he A&M. Sam Williams, really turned him into a star. Chance, Chance Campbell, Campbell was a big transfer for them. But, yeah, other than that, who do they have? Yeah, defense, What they didn't have the talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, we saw what he did with uh, A&M with a, an elite roster. That, that defense was really good this year. So, mm-hmm. um, as far as some other moves, they're – I want to thank Brandon Marcello for bringing this information along. Um, Cody Kennedy, the offensive line coach at Arkansas, seems to be a guy that is heavily picked up some interest in Mississippi State. And that's an interesting name. I, I get it. I, I totally Not get it. Not a great it. offensive line there. Well, I, I think you have to consider a little bit. You know what that offense was this year, and. Sam Pittman really got involved, put his hands in that offensive line, was tinkering with it a lot. They weren't able to really get. You seen a picture of Cody spot. Kennedy? Yes, he's a perfect fit. He, you know who he looks like? Uh, Malcolm. Reed. Malcolm. He could. He's be got Mal- barbecue stain on his shirt in the picture. Oh, he does. He does. I, I don't know if that's barbecue, but I just want it to be. I'm just telling you right now that if you told me that this was Malcolm Reed's illegitimate son, yes. I would buy that. Immediately. <laughs> but here's the thing. Their offensive line was really good before this block, year. right. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, look at the offensive line and what it did under Kendall Browse. Yeah, it was much better. That, that's, that's what I think we have to focus on. That under Kendall Browse and a, an, offensive, an offense that is similar to this one, mm-hmm. it's a, he's tinkered with it a little bit and changed some things, but... It's way more similar to this one than Dan Enos's. I think is. we uh, we need to put Dan Enos on the list with Willie Taggart. Like if you're cleaning up a Dan Enos mess, yeah. you get a little you get a little leeway. Yeah. So I don't. It's it's kind of like the you know the Bumpus thing. You're talking about the wide receivers. Like I just can't blame him for the offensive issues. Yeah. So that's a guy to watch at offensive line. I mean, and then obviously you still have Randy Clement's name out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the you know it's going to cost some money to get him, but that might be a guy you can give like a co OC title to right, or something right, like right. that. I think he's worth it. He's a good OC uh, offensive offensive line coach. Um, and then we saw reports from our friend Colin Kennedy over at Oklahoma. He believes that 
MSU is going to... He's our friend? Yeah, why not? I don't know him. Well, I, he's a friend of the show. Friend of yours? He's a friend of the show. Ooh, I don't know about friend of ours. Well, why not? What's he ever done to you? He's not a made guy. Okay, well, he he believes that Mrs. that Jeff Lebby's going to bring uh, some staffers, Matt Holick, uh, Holacek, mm-hmm. I guess is, I can't say his name, Phil Lodholt, and Benton Doobie. All three of these guys are like off the field. Yeah. Like not off the field. They're like analysts. Analysts. And I don't expect them to be, you know, full staff. All offensive yeah. coordinators or whatever. Right. But they they're they appear like they're going to be on the staff. They're young mm-hmm. coaches, kind of mm-hmm. up and coming guys. Lodholt was an NFL guy. He was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Played offensive line at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. He was a he was offensive line assistant mm-hmm. this past year. So yeah, it looks like those guys are going to be joining. At, in what capacity, I don't know. But I imagine they will have, at the very least, their role is going to increase joining Levy. I cannot get over how much Cody Kennedy looks like Malcolm Reed. It's I cannot get past it. It is incredible. Like, I'm going to tweet at Malcolm Reed when this, when this if this hire does go through and be like, hey, man, where were you? Uh <laughs> We had a, a hog cooking competition in nineteen whatever, and uh, yeah, yeah, where is he? Where is uh, Cody Kennedy from? So Cody Kennedy, Mister Kennedy, oh, we got that too. He's from Norfolk, Virginia. So oh. were you up there? Some sort? Of, were you on the East Coast? Over uh, Norfolk and graduated 19? college in two thousand twelve. So that means he would have. He uh, he's probably around my 19, younger. So like nineteen ninety. Is when he would have been born, something like that? Oh, younger than me. Wow. That's great. <laughs> That's crazy. That's outstanding. Wow. Um, as far as other staffers that could be retained by Mississippi State, mm-hmm. I mean, i, I got to imagine they will utilize Tony Hughes in some form or fashion. I don't know if it'll be on the field. Mm-hmm. I'd be a little surprised if it was, but, you know, who knows. But I imagine he's going to have a, an opportunity to coach somewhere or be a part of the staff in some way. Mm-hmm. Greg Knox, same way. Mm-hmm. The rest, I right now, I just don't think anybody else is going to be retained. No, I don't either. They're 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 going to have a new strength and conditioning coach. It looks like defensive backfield is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Linebackers coach. Yeah, I would expect that. I mean, obviously, linebackers coach, you're not going to retain. Matt I saw Brock. a tweet today from Adam Rittenberg saying they're not going to retain Barbe. Oh. I, I I had to hold myself back from going. Y'all, y'all, y'all. If you got a kid in the car, here it comes. I'm about to say a bad word. But I had to hold myself back from saying, no shit. I thought you were going to go with like one of the two acceptable cuss words. No, I went with one that may not be. What? No, I went with that one. That was, was like, did, you, mom's not did that really need to be said? No, it did not. No, no it did not. <laughs> I just couldn't believe. I was like, this is an ESPN guy acting like he's got breaking news. You're kidding. They didn't keep him? <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, what happened? What happened? I thought I thought Lebby would be like, "Hey, man, man Barbe bombs, let's go." <laughs> Hashtag. Anyway, Ooh. let's move into the. <laughs> I can't get over that. <laughs> that may be the first uh, S time. What time I've said the S word on the show? I think it is. I believe it is. Yeah. Yes. Still waiting on that F bomb. Let's try to avoid that. I'm try- I've been. I've avoided it now for. Uh, twelve we, years. How much longer can we, I? Avoid we've, it? we've had to have parents explain raw dog and what like stuff like that. So maybe we should just somebody turn it down. I'm, a I'm, notch. I'm not making this up. Somebody yesterday, 
we talked we were talking on sports talk and something was 69 and I just said nice. And somebody texted the show I was like why is that nice? And I, it took a oh. lot it took a lot of willpower not to give a full explanation like well when two people really <laughs> love each other and when I a mean mommy and daddy really love each other. So oh man Soft Our rails. friends at the Mississippi Beef Council want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. I mean, you know, if you want to have a steak, ain't nobody going to say no to that, right? I mean, imagine, you know, it's like, hey, I'm going to have steak tonight. Nah, nah, that doesn't sound good at all. Has anybody, ever in the history, has anybody ever in the history of the world said that that wasn't a vegetarian? Vegetarians want steak. They just, well, they just, don't, they just, don't, they just don't give in. They have higher uh, willpower than, than we do. I'm sure there are people out there that think that, mm-hmm. but they're wrong. They're wrong. Don't be one of those people. Enjoy a great steak tonight. When you fire up the grill, think beef. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. I did drop an F-bomb on uh, Ben Garrett's podcast the other day. Apparently, you can just let it fly on that one. Oh, I'm sure. So, TVMA on that one. Uh, Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you are looking for. Guys and gals. Two Brothers is the, the stop. I haven't been there this week, and I, I said I wanted to go. I'm going to I'm gonna go tomorrow or maybe Friday. I, I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to go. But I'm going to go this week because I have got a hankering for some smoked Southern Soul food. Don't forget, also, when you support Two Brothers, again, you are supporting the Bulldog Initiative business. I love seeing all these businesses connected to the Bulldog Initiative. We're going to have one more to tell you about tomorrow. we got a new sponsor coming in. That's what we call in the business of Tees. Yes. So great Bulldog-owned business, and they're going to be helping you Donate to the Bulldog Initiative with every purchase. Just be aware of that. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District, the place to find the smoked southern soul food you want. Great products, great service. There it is. Every business promises it to you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Businesses. They've been doing it now for 49 years. That means that you can trust their name. You can trust their way of doing business. If you need a new copy or a new printer, new computers for your business, you go to Advantage Business Systems, and then when you do need service, you're going to need service eventually. Those, business, those, those machines don't last forever. But would you rather talk to call a 1-800 number and be on hold for 45 minutes and then talk to somebody from across? You know, Maybe they're in Nepal, where our, our podcast remains the number one college football podcast in Nepal. We're big in Nepal. Big in Nepal. Or do you want to talk to somebody here in Mississippi, where we are also the number one college football podcast? Uh, Mississippi State podcast uh, in America, yes. in, in, in Mississippi. So either way, we're good, but are you good? You need to know that you are, and you can do that with Advantage Business Systems. 601-362-9192, or you visit them online, absms.com. Find out Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue, they have got the next quarter zip or polo you are looking for. Stylish polos. Great name brands, and they've got the logos that you want. If you're tired of looking like a walking billboard for Adidas, and you want to look good, you want to look stylish, you want to look comfortable, then you need to head to The Rogue today. Shop online at therogue.com or visit the store in Jackson. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at The Rogue. Uh, what the hell happened to that basketball team? I, 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 so I didn't get out of uh, the Connerly thing until the start of the second half. They were already down 13. Let's do it on the way back. I don't think they ever got closer than like nine until the end. No, it was ugly. That's the first time with Jans. I feel like they they just straight up weren't ready to play. They, I don't know what it was. 
last night. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he, he kind of looked, you know, kind of – I don't know what the word is. Wasn't dejected or anything like that, but he just didn't look as fiery last night mm-hmm. as he sometimes is. Mm-hmm. They just – the whole team just looked kind of lost. Mm-hmm. They didn't – really have a sense of urgency about them. They couldn't get out and run. When they did get out and transition, they would turn it over or, like, miss a shot. Mm-hmm. So they can't. They couldn't really play their game. It was just a bad game on both sides. I thought the offense was kind of stagnant, mm-hmm. stood around a good bit, didn't really have, um, you know, a whole lot of production there. They weren't hitting shots. It was just the first, like, really bad game of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's really bad game of his tenure. I like even last year they they played a couple of bad games but I was like look they're just not good enough offensively. Well, it was against bad. It was against good teams. Yeah, it, well, you just felt like they were putting forth the effort, but they just weren't good enough to do it. This Georgia, was, Georgia this Tech was, looked better than I thought they were going to look, but, but that's still going to be a bad loss at season's end. I think probably that's probably a, it's best case scenario. That's a quad two loss. Yeah, it's not a good. the The thing that you hope for at this point is just that the committee's just going to say, uh, "Well, Tolu Smith wasn't playing." They had a bad night. You, that's 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 where you. Uh, but you can't afford to slip up the rest of the way now. Yeah, in, in non conference. No, you got you got one more. You could lose to Rutgers. That's a, that's a that's a neutral site game against a power five team. You could lose that game. But other than that, yeah, I mean, but we said that you know going in, we said they they, they didn't have a whole ton of room. So we'll figure that out. Uh, recruiting wise, MSU looking like they're about to pick up a commitment from a four star wide receiver. His name is not Stonka Burnside. At this time, but Mario Craver, kid from Alabama, got a really impressive offer sheet. I find it interesting that this kid has has, has been wanting to commit to Mississippi State or has been leaning towards Mississippi State throughout all of this. And again, we go back to what we talked about in the first part of the show. That's Chad Bumpus getting the job done. Yeah, the, and I think this is a guy that is that can help you. Like I, I don't think that he can commit to some of the offers that he has right mm-hmm. now. I mean, obviously, like Alabama, right. Auburn, guys like that. But it's still a super... Oh, I bet he can commit to Auburn. Think, no, I don't think so. You don't think? Okay. Mm-mm. Um, a, a Pinson, Alabama guy? I don't think. I don't think he can commit to them right okay. now. Okay. That's just... I, don't, I, don't, I haven't talked to the kid. I'm just... Yeah. I'm just using common sense on it. But... Um, His offer list is crazy. If he could commit to all these teams, goodness gracious, it's almost everybody in the country. Well, he's got. Let's see. He visited. He visited Auburn back in the spring, mm-hmm. and I was trying to think if I was trying to see if he had any more. No, I mean, it, basically, like you know, he's been picking up offers from Ohio and. Cal and Houston during the regular season, he hadn't had a. You're ton bringing of everybody down here, Robbie. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to. I, I think this is a talented guy. I just don't think that there's room for for him at some of these other places. And by the way, I mean these are the kind of players that I've said forever Mississippi State has to get. I just these guys that have Alabama Auburn offers Agreed. early, the Errol Thompsons. Hit his size. That's that's like the. Q free slot receiver that he's oh, always yeah. had. Great I mean, for this I, offense. I think I think it would be it would be perfect. Well, so it'll be great in Mississippi in, in this offense that Mississippi State wants to run. It'd be very good, I think, as well. A 10 7 4 100 meter. That's running. 21 8 long jump. Yeah. Well, 
They never ask you to jump that far in football, but I get yeah, it. Yeah, but it shows, it shows your, your agility. I'm just, I, it's a joke. Shut your mouth. How dare you? 22.5, 200-meter. I run a 22.5. 22, 22 minutes, minutes. 50 seconds. <laughs> I would stop about the 100-meter mark. I would just be like, whew, give me I a minute here. Our, our, our guy, uh, Cooper from 247, has, uh, Cooper has a comp for Cole Beasley. I mean, that's a productive NFL wide receiver. Yeah, Why take, would you? You would take that. So no, I, I think that I think it would be a good pickup. I think he's a guy that can help you um, in a you know a little bit different kind of receiver, dynamic guy. Yeah, I think it'd be nice. So then, let's go back to him. Then Start it's with. so weird. Like they didn't even have a coach, and he was about to commit. Yeah, like the, if if they told him he, to commit, he would have jumped. He he yeah. So let's go back to Starville. He loves yeah. his dogs. Let's talk about Stonka Birdside. What are we expecting to see there? He tweeted uh, a tweet to Bumpus announcing he was staying. I think it's going to be crazy over the next month. Okay. I th- I, he's supposed to announce at the All-American game. Uh, okay. So it, it we're not going to know probably for the next month, but I think Mississippi State is definitely going to be in the game with him. A lot mm-hmm. of people gave up on him, but I've always thought that whoever Mississippi State hired, if it was a – you know, an exciting offensive guy, they were going to have a shot if they kept Chad Bumpus. And I believe that to be the case. I think State is going to make this a fight. It's going to be State, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, maybe Florida State, teams like that. Um, you know, it's a little bit um, interesting situation. You know, he his mom was really involved in his recruitment. She's a Mississippi State lady. She loves Mississippi State. She wants him to go to Mississippi State. Well, in recent weeks, his dad has really gotten involved in his recruitment. He's been taking him on visits and stuff. And, you know, sometimes those situations can get kind of muddy. So I'm I'm interested to see how this plays out. But I think State's going to be in the game for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be one of those deals, again, where you're battling with these Startville kids with do I stay home or do I want to get away from this? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people – get annoyed with that, with the Startville kids. But you have to consider, like, a lot of these kids want to get away from their hometown. Yeah. It's just like, you know, people that are going to college. Just like anything else, yeah. Yeah. They want to get away from here. Yeah. So it's it's not always a slam dunk that you're going to be able to get a Startville kid, you know. Agreed. It's going to be a very interesting uh, few weeks here as we build up the sign. Because State has to put this class together. <laughs> they still have a lot to do. And then never mind the transfer portal. A lot to do there, so we'll see how that goes for Mississippi State. All right, tomorrow, first Friday without uh, three Ps in quite some time. Um, so we'll we'll have something to Yay. talk about. I know, right? We'll figure out what we're going to talk about and do it then. Guys, have a great, great uh, Thursday. Back with you on Friday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.